Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire, and I'm so excited to have a conversation with you today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and even years to come. Have you ever desired to do something big? Like you had a big dream, but you talked yourself out of this big dream or this idea out of fear of failing at it. You see, I have too. Countless times I've come face to face with huge personal dreams and great opportunities. And I didn't take advantage of those dreams or those opportunities for fear of failing, for fear of not measuring up, for fear of not being quote unquote successful at those things. This last year has been super transformative for me as I've really started to see how my fear of failure has kept me from doing things that I am passionate about, has kept me from really being myself and going after things that I want, dreams and and opportunities. There's been moments where I've begun to see, man, my fear of failure You know, like I don't think anybody sets out and says, you know, I just want to like stink at this. Like I'm going to try and I want to fall flat on my face. Like obviously nobody really wants that. But I have found over really this last year as I've really been introspective that for many, many years prior to this year that in order to stay away from failing, I've avoided taking risks at all. I've avoided dreaming. I've avoided new opportunities. I've avoided some dreams because I don't want to fail. I want to be, quote unquote, successful and have a perfect track record. Today, I hope our conversation is that it will propel you forward to not letting fear control or dictate what you do or don't do. I'm sharing today from a place of, hey, I'm on this journey I for sure have not arrived. I'm still learning and still grappling with this. Of not letting my fear of failing be the dictator or the final word in my life. You might say like, well, how fresh is this? Well, just four weeks ago, I met with my mentor and we talked through some of this. Of fear of failure, fear of not quote unquote being successful. Over this year, I said has been transformative is because I've I've started to see there's been some dreams that I've had and I've felt like held back and almost like chained up to this idea of I've got to be perfect, right? I've got to make sure I don't fail. And I started to notice this year that my focus became my focus became that I wanted to make my efforts about preventing losses rather than achieving gains. I'll say that again. I started to notice that I was giving a lot of my energy to prevent failure, to prevent losses, instead of giving my energy and achieving gains. Like I was trying to stay safe. Like I was trying to keep my world safe, keep my reputation safe, you know, kind of insulate myself to being a person that does not fail. I started to notice this year that 
the years past and even really in real time, but really in years past that I would begin to avoid situations where I could potentially be evaluated or judged. So I kept myself in very safe spaces that didn't require a whole lot of critique because I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to be seen as unsuccessful. You see, I I saw that I was using a lot of my energy to be safe instead of really going after my dreams and my ambitions. And there's something that I noticed is that yes, I was safe, but I was also keeping myself small. I'll say that again. I was safe, but I was keeping myself small by allowing my fear of failure to keep me from doing anything risky. You see, there are consequences of failing that keep you know, me worried and anxious and then really prevent me from pursuing challenging goals. There are consequences to failing. Like you've got to clean up the, the mess you potentially made or you, you've got to maybe apologize to some people or you're going to have to rework a project or have some difficult conversations. However, I'm finding that the alternative is even worse. That failing, yes, it is difficult and it's challenging and it's not really fun. Like I wouldn't label failure fun, but the alternative is even worse. I'm learning that choosing not to pursue my goals or dreams or even lean into opportunities, never giving myself the opportunity to see dreams or opportunities materialize, that keeps me small. I don't grow. And it doesn't allow me to try new things, to take on new challenges, or to expose myself to new situations. And what I'm seeing is that Yes, there's safety, but they're small. And when I say small, I just mean it keeps me, ugh, like I imagine myself in like a cardboard box. Like I just, I'm, I'm like cramped. I'm suffocating as a result of it. So yeah, failure, there can be consequences to it. There's things that you have to, you know, correct and learn from, but I'm seeing that the alternative is even worse. Andrew and I really, 2020, 2021, we just kind of deemed those years reworking our dreamer skill because we'd kind of let that part of us go to the background and fade. And then 2020 was a great year of dreaming for us. I started this podcast. Andrew really leaned into starting our first business and it was an incredible year. And as we came out of 2020 with a lot of victories, we came into 2021 saying, you know, there's still more. We still have allowed so much fear to dictate our choices and what we do and don't do. So 2020, 2021 were great. But as we reflected through 2021, we began to see, you know, 20, the, the, the 2020 was great, but That year and even the years prior, we've allowed so much fear to have the final word when it comes to our dreams, when it comes to trying new things, when it comes to taking risks and no more. Because we have seen, like when we look over the years prior really to 2020, we see, man, we missed out on 
Like I said, trying new things, taking on new challenges, personal growth, developing new friendships, entering into new arenas and new situations with new experiences. The alternative to letting fear of failure keep you safe is way worse than the failure itself. And what I'm learning, learning, not learned, like I'm ongoingly learning is that you can, I can conquer the fear of failure when I begin to better understand what causes it and how it affects me or how it affects you. So one thing that just in my the counseling world and working with some mentors of mine, I've seen the importance of getting to the root of the fear. Yes, there's fear of failure, but what I'm discovering is that behind the fear of failure is actually another fear. Like the fear of failure is kind of the presenting fear. Like that's what the way it shows itself, but behind it is actually the real fear. And so when I took the time to look at the root of what my the fear behind the fear of failure was, I was then able to do the heart work of addressing my fear. So maybe you're in this boat with me, that there have been moments in your life where you've avoided amazing opportunities or going after your dreams or trying new things because you have feared failing. And maybe like me, it feels cramped and you don't want that to be the case, but you don't really know how to move past the fear. I just want to give you a simple invitation of going to the root behind the fear of failure, getting to the actual fear behind the presenting fear, which the presenting fear again, the fear of failure. So how do we get to the root? Well, one thing that I have found helpful on my journey is asking myself the question, if I fail, then blank will happen. Or asking, if I fail, then dot, dot, dot. And letting yourself be with that question and hearing yourself answer. So when I began to ask myself that question, I would hear kind of the the blank be filled with, if I fail, then people will know that I'm an imposter. I don't know about you, but imposter syndrome can be real. It is real. I struggle with that from time to time. And that was one of the the blanks that I filled it with is people are going to think I'm like, I'm an imposter. I'm a poser. I'm a fake. I'm not successful. The other thing that filled my blank for this question was I'll let people down. I'll disappoint people. Maybe as you ask yourself the question, those will be similar answers for you. Or maybe it'll be, then if I fail, then I'll be stuck. I'll be trapped. Or if I fail, I'll become irrelevant. My reputation will have just like faded away. Or if I fail, I'll be embarrassed. Getting to the root of the fear of your failure. What's behind it? For me, I really noticed, for me, it had more to do with other people than with me. My fear of failure was really centric on what would other people think. I was like, oh, there's the root. 
people-pleasing, being concerned with what people think, wanting to please everyone and make everyone happy and make everyone believe that I'm an incredible person and I'm amazing and I got it all together all the time. There's the fear. There's the root right there. The real fear. The the fear of failure is the presenting fear, but the real fear is letting people down, being rejected. Mm. Even sharing this, I'm like, is this too raw? Is this too real? Because this is this is honestly what I found underneath that fear of failure. You might say, okay, Anna, once I get down to the roots, and you you might say, I don't even have to ask that question. I already immediately know what's at the root for me. What do I do with the root? Well, the first thing is it's important not to stuff it or to pretend like it's not there. Once I began to discover the roots of the fear, I could have swept it under the rug or just put it on the back burner for another day. But I decided to to hold on to it, to create space for it and to recognize it. And so for you, it might be first the acknowledging, like, yes, this is the fear that I have. You know, stuffing it isn't going to help you anyway. Um, and you might say, well, if I acknowledge it, then I'm going to like give life to it. Actually, it doesn't really work that way. <laughs> you can acknowledge something and hold space for something. It can be very, very, very healthy because instead of using the energy to stuff it, you're using your energy to look at it straight away and say, okay, I'm not going to run from you. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of my feelings. I'm not afraid of my needs. And you can create space and recognize it. So after not stuffing it or pretending like it's not there, for me, like that route, once I saw like, okay, letting others down, not being seen as an imposter, rejection, all those things, I got to the root. I brought it to trusted people. I brought this to trusted people. I actually brought it to two of my mentors. And we've had we've had and continue to have some deep conversations regarding it. They're checking in on me when it comes to this area of my life. And it has been so incredibly helpful. And it has been so refreshing to have people in my corner who know, like, you know, that was even a risk to try something new saying, hey, I'm going to bring this to you guys. Will you like help me walk through this? And just to see their response to me was so beautiful. Like, because even that, like the root of that fear is there is like, I don't want to let these two amazing women down letting them know, hey, I like struggle with fear of letting people down. I got to the root. I got to the root and I brought some trusted people in. And just like I shared a few moments ago, as recent as four weeks ago, I've had a conversation with one of those mentors about this. So for you, I'd say bring the root of the fear to a trusted source, to a trusted friend, a trusted mentor, a trusted counselor, a trusted family member. Ask if they'd be willing to sort it out with you. They'd be able to walk with you through it. Another great way that I've found is, yes, bringing it to some people that I trust and that I love and I know have my best interest at heart. But another thing that has been helpful for me is journaling. I've been able to really sit down and get with my thoughts and process, where did this begin? When did I start fearing 
letting people down? Like, when did these roots start? Like, where did they come from? And that has been so incredibly helpful in moving forward. Friend, I'm with you if you're in this place of letting fear of failure keep you in a place that you feel stuck. And can I tell you that as I've really engaged in this hard work, I would call it, because it's not like easy or even like painless. It, it takes a lot of heart and it takes a lot of intentionality. But on the other side of it, I have found so much freedom and confidence that I have never experienced before in my entire life. No exaggeration. This is not me being pie in the sky or fluffy. I am experiencing a confidence that I have never had before because I am learning. I am learning that it is okay to try new things and it's okay not to be an expert out of the gate. And it's not, and it's okay to not be the expert all the time. And it's okay to not be seen as the most successful. It's okay. My, I live for an audience of one. I live for Jesus and his approval. And my goal and my aim is that I make him smile and I make him proud every single day. And that shift in me has begun as a result of getting to these roots and confronting lies at these roots. The lies of, oh, nobody will like me if I fail or, oh, nobody will love me if I fail or, you know, whatever it may be. Oh, if I fail, then nobody's going to want me and my help. Like they're not going to see me, like they're not going to see my skills as relevant anymore. Whatever it may be. It was, it gave me the opportunity to confront those lies and hold on to truth that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, that God has designed me with particular skills and giftings and passions and uh, desires that are unique to me. And as a result of it, I can be confident and walk confidently in those things. And I don't have to fear failure. I don't have to fear failure. It's been an amazing journey. It's been so good. and And I'm so excited that it's continuing. And I cannot wait to see three months, six months, nine months, a year from now, where I'm going to be as a result of continuing to lean into this part of my life. What I'm learning is not taking risks will keep you safe, but it will also keep you small. It will keep you from living the life God has intended for you. A controlling fear of failure will keep you from dreaming, believing, and hoping. I've experienced it firsthand. And as I choose to so intentionally in this area, I'm I'm beginning to reap abundantly again with the confidence, with the freedom, and it has been wonderful. And I'm feeling so much more available to live the life that God has intended me to live because fear is not controlling me. Fear of failure is not controlling me like it once did. Friend, I am always in your corner and I'm cheering you on. And I believe that as you get to the root of the fear, the fear of failure, that as you choose to sit with that and process it and and work through it, that on the other side, there is freedom, there is confidence, and there is this willingness to take risks, even if it means failure could be a part of it. I love you, friend, and I can't wait to talk to you next week.